0: Now, uh, speaking of the Big Apple, let's check in with the wife, shall we? It's time for... The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my soft and sweet wife, Jen. Hey, thanks for joining us, Jen. Hi. So, what's on the menu this week?
1: Well, we did um, L.A. movies, my top five L.A. movies a couple mm-hmm. of weeks was, ago. Yeah. So, I thought we'd do New York movies.
0: New York, Big Apple. Have, have you? But you've never been to New York.
1: No, no, I'd love to go, though.
0: I, I went when I was maybe 14 years old. It was pre-Giuliani cleanup, so it, was, uh, it had a lot of character back then, all of the, the dirty stores on Times Square and everything. All right, top five New York movies. Well,
1: first, before I get into it, I'm just going to say there are no Woody Allen movies uh-huh. on well, my list. Yeah, but
0: he's Mr. New York.
1: Well, that's that's all he does, you know? So I think he's, he's disqualified, and besides, there aren't really any Woody Allen movies I love a whole lot.
0: Yeah, you so. either love his stuff or, or you don't. Okay, so number five on the list.
1: Working Girl.
0: Working girl that uh, I keep getting that one confused with Pretty Woman. What was that about?
1: Um, This is the one where Melanie Griffith plays a temp named Tess, and she ends up in the company that is run by Sigourney Weaver, Mm. and Sigourney Weaver hires her as her assistant. um, But she breaks her leg in a skiing accident, and Tess kind of has to take over. But you know Tess really gets into the part um, she loses her accent she gets a makeover and she starts to run things
0: right she even though she's uh, the story being that she's not really an educated uh, well to do person but it turns out that she can run this company pretty well right
1: and she does such a good job that she fools everybody um, including Harrison Ford she falls in love with Harrison Ford and um,
0: Joan Hughes in here as well
1: yes yeah, she is and
0: she's, she did the she has a good New York accent
1: she does everything well
0: Mm. Um, Kevin Spacey also has a small part in yeah so.
1: he has a cameo actually there's quite a few um, hey it's that guys there's Oliver Platt um, you'd know him if you saw him um,
0: Olympia Dukakis was in it uh, right
1: she has a small part also
0: so is it a, a country girl does well in the big city
1: no, it's it's a a Queens girl in Manhattan. Oh, okay. Oh well,
0: similar. Okay. The that was number five. Uh, number four movie.
1: Rosemary's Baby.
0: Ah, horror movie.
1: Yeah. Well, it's you know it it was made in the sixties, so it's it's a horror movie, but it's actually kind of a psychological thriller. Also. Yeah,
0: Roman Polanski made it.
1: Yes, he did, and it stars Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow is a newlywed who is thinking about starting a family with her husband. And it turns out that Mia, Mia Farrow is impregnated by Satan.
0: I see. And this movie is set in New York.
1: Yes, it is. It's set in Manhattan.
0: Oh, I never... I guess I must... I, you know, again, I must be getting it confused with another film. And you really liked it, though?
1: Yeah, it's, it's got the creepy down perfectly. It's, it's probably the most unnerving film I've, I've ever seen. It, it's um, The twist at the end is is what really sells this movie. When you find out... Um, exactly what all the old people in her building are up to. It's very, very creepy.
0: Well, I guess I'm going to have to see it again because I don't even remember. Um, what was movie number three?
1: Taxi Driver.
0: Ah, a classic uh, way up there.
1: Well, you have to have a Scorsese movie in, in any New York movie marathon. And I think this is the perfect one because it's really Robert De Niro's best performance. It's what he's known for.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the I'm walking here, I'm walking here line. My kids know that and they've never seen the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of everywhere. It's, you know, it's such a small movie. It's, it's really a small, low-budget picture. And it was made before Scorsese really got famous. But it's, it's everywhere. It's one of those movies where if you flip a channel, you'll see a taxi driver reference.
0: And this movie also had a lot of uh, big names in it.
1: Jodie Foster is in this movie, she, and she was just a kid. She was just a kid, but you know, she was, you know, you could tell even at this early age how what a great actress she was. Um, Sybil Shepherd plays Robert De Niro's character's love interest, mm-hmm. and Robert De Niro he plays a Vietnam vet named Travis Bickle. He's very disturbed. Um, He he probably wasn't the most social person in the world before the war. This movie is a series of incidents where he embarrasses himself a lot and it's it's excruciating watch but it's great to watch because it's just a brilliant film
0: right a very psychological film and um, definitely a new york film although it was uh, originally going to be set in los angeles i didn't know that but uh, i'm glad they moved it to new york Uh, taxi driver can't if i mean it's probably a crime if you haven't seen that movie Uh, number two Ghostbusters. Ah, Ghostbusters. That that was a great film.
1: Nobody steps on a church in my town. <laughs> That's
0: right. A New York movie, to be sure. And uh, just hilarious and scary at the same time.
1: Yeah, there's there's actually genuinely creepy parts in it. But, you know, I watch it just for the, the great dialogue and the brilliant lines and, and Bill Murray.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely Bill Murray. I mean... This movie actually kind of did it for a lot of the actors that were in it. I mean, as a group, it was kind of hard to separate them in your head: Uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis,
1: and um, William Atherton is is in this movie too um, as the EPA guy. Mm -hmm. He was the nosy reporter in Die Hard.
0: And wasn't he also in Real Genius?
1: Yeah, he was. He
0: always plays that same kind of character.
1: Yeah, but you know, he he's really fun to watch because he seems to take such joy in in playing you know bureaucratic jerks. And as
0: you said it's brilliantly written I mean um, it was probably one of the most quotable movies of that decade
1: but you know it's not just the quotes you know it's a lot of really funny parts but they're very well written together and um, it's, it's a classic I think if you have to even just sit down and watch a bunch of comedies, this this has to be in there.
0: Absolutely. I mean, I loved it. I think I was 10 when it came out, and, you know, I had all of the Ghostbusters toys and merchandise. I had a big tub of slime that my mom hated.
1: And, you know, it's it's kind of a crime that we didn't see, um, you know, Murray and Ramus and, and Aykroyd together in more movies because I think they made a really good team. Absolutely.
0: Okay, and finally, uh, your top number one New York movie is... When
1: Harry Met Sally.
0: Ay, uh, romantic comedy.
1: Right. You know, I said there were no Woody Allen movies in the top five, but this is close yeah, enough. Yeah, I'd put it there. It's very Woody Allen-ish. You know, it's it's got a very Woody Allen-ish take on, on romance. And um, it stars Meg Ryan and, and Billy, Billy Crystal. Yeah, and Billy Crystal. Um, I think... Th- actually the best performance in this movie though is by Carrie Fisher
0: mm-hmm. she's the their their friend
1: yeah she's Sally's best friend um, there's a really great part where Harry wants to introduce his best friend to Sally and Sally wants to introduce her best friend to Harry but it doesn't work out the way the the two best friends that end up going home together. Right, right. But um, this, this movie has as many good quotes, I think, as Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, definitely. And uh, and I'll have to admit, you know, um, I would roll my eyes when you would watch this movie and kind of walk away. But after I'd actually sat down and gave it a few more uh, tries, I started enjoying it. I found myself quoting it as well.
1: But, um, you know, as far as chick flick movies kind of go, this is one of the better ones. I really don't. I, I'm not. A real big fan of romantic comedies as a genre, but i I like this one a lot just because of the writing
0: and it 's definitely a new York film and uh, it 's also a movie that people will cite just in trying to establish conversations about relationships. I mean it was that much of a, a central part of american culture
1: yeah that 's true. If you try to describe a relationship with a male friend, you say. It's a it's a when Harry met Sally thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you know, we just saw this movie on cable recently, and it's so much of a New York film that uh, I actually got kind of misty eyed because there's a shot of the uh, the Twin Towers in it.
1: Oh yeah, me too.
0: Well, all right then. Uh, So, what were your top five Big Apple films?
1: Number five is Working Girl. Number four is Rosemary's Baby. Number three is Taxi Driver. Number two is Ghostbusters. And number one is When Harry Met Sally.
0: Believe it or not, When Harry Met Sally, but I'd actually recommend that one as well. Okay, well, I mean, I'd be curious to see what other uh, location-based movie lists you come up with.
1: I'm working on a London one now.
0: Okay, well, we'll uh, listen for that. Thanks for joining us, Jen.
1: My pleasure.